Hey everyone and thank you for tuning in to the second episode of 1111. I'm your host Janelle and I'm so excited to be back with you guys today with another episode. So today's episode is something very personal, very homey to me. It is something that I don't really talk about with people on a daily basis but it's a part of who I am and it makes me um it makes me stronger and I genuinely want to share it with you all because it is something that has made me into the person that I am the day of today and I do want to be able to share with you all why it is that I am this way and basically share other people's stories as well along the way and so for that purpose I feel like I need to share my own. So I'm going to start off the story by just giving you the step-by-step situation um basically i have been dealing with a life-altering disease my entire life um from a very young age to the age i am today and it will be for the rest of my life um but i want to say that this is something that does not tear me down it does not make me uh, a charity case it does not make me someone that deserves pity it makes me a stronger person it makes me have a bigger will to live and thanks to that I really have shaped myself into the person that I am today so I'm just going to tell you guys the overview of what it is at the age of eight years old I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer um, it was papillary thyroid cancer and I needed to have surgery to get the tumor removed um, about six months later after I was diagnosed I had the tumor removed and it seemed that everything was fine. Um, at the time, obviously, I was eight and I had no idea what the hell was going on. Um, I just knew that I was sick and I needed to get better. The only way I really understood how complicated and intense the situation really was, was because of the fact that my parents really were shaken up and my whole family kind of was set off track. And that was what really gave me that concept of okay, this is something that is, it's not really to be taken lightly. It's not a cold. So um, once that happened, we thought I was in the clear for a while, but it's one of those things that you do have to monitor because it can get complicated. It wasn't something that I was expecting or that my family was expecting to get complicated at such a young age, but unfortunately, um, it did take a turn for the worst. Um, a few years later, um, we realized that the cancer had metastasized to my lungs and um, I developed uh, lung cancer as well. Um, this was something really complicated just because of the fact that there's not really any way to fix it without doing damage to the rest of your body. Um, so the only way to really treat this was to go with radiation therapy. Um, I had radiation therapy for about four years until I was about 14 and that was about my last treatment I believe yeah so um that was my last treatment and we did think that everything was good because I did not have any more cancer cells in my body um however that was just the beginning once the cancer had been gone from my body and we did think I was in the clear I started to develop over time a inability to breathe properly um we did think that this was just asthma as a result of the radiation therapy to my lungs um, however it did seem to progress and my condition continued to deteriorate over time 
Um, this lasted from the age of 14 until I was 16. Uh, it got to the point where I did require to use an oxygen tank to do basic life necessities. This can be anything, honestly. It was a situation where I couldn't hang out with my friends for too long because I'd be extremely tired. Um, I couldn't go to the mall and walk around. I could even not even think about doing any sort of physical exercise. Um, nothing that was physically challenging was good for me at that point. So um, it was a really, really difficult thing to deal with um, growing up just because at 16 years old at 15 years old you do want to have fun you do want to go to parties you want to run exercise have fun with your friends and it was something that limited my life really really um to a huge extent and I struggled with it a lot I just couldn't really get out of bed or even muster up the strength emotionally to face contact with my friends or people in my life just because there was no um, mental disability in the sense of me being able to communicate with my friends or hang out with them, but it was the fact that there were so many limiting factors in my life at that point that it really took a toll on how I looked at the world and how I looked at my social life. So it definitely has so many different aspects that really do take a lot of strain on your body and your health and your mental health so that was something I was dealing with apart with the physical issues going on in my body um this is something that really didn't get better for a long time it was something that I took day by day once I was walking on oxygen for about a year I went in for a routine visit with my pulmonologist and he said that um my condition was just slowly deteriorating and it, if I didn't receive um, a lung transplant that um, I would probably be terminated by my disease. And so as a 16 year old, it was something very difficult to hear and it's a decision that you don't really know how to challenge at that point, how to take on that decision. Um, all I knew was that my will to live was stronger than my fear of not being successful with this disease, but with not being successful in this battle. So that was how I then took the decision to go ahead and receive a lung transplant. The doctors told me that the risk was a 50-50 chance of survival. Uh, there was a 50% chance that the surgery was successful and I wouldn't reject the organs and my body would just adjust to the change and I would have a pretty normal lifestyle at that point. And then there was a 50% chance that it wouldn't work and my body would just reject the organs and it would be a failure. Um, so this was something that really was a huge decision and um even though I was a minor my parents did give me the authority and the ultimate last word in the decision making process of this um just because it is my life um and although you know they do 
and they did have a lot to do with my health and just the choices in general that were made during my um, disease and just overall the things that I've been through. They wanted me to have the ultimate jurisdiction over what happened to my body and the choice that this would be for me. So I went ahead and deliberated this for about a week and I ended up making my decision and it was to go forward with it. I went forward with pursuing a lung transplant. Now, this process was very complicated because of the fact that I did have a prior case of cancer history and when a person is in pursuit of a transplant, they should not have any sort of disease um, such as cancer or autoimmune diseases that may cause for the organ to be rejected by your body or to be attacked by another um, disease. So um, a lot of doctors refused to accept my case or to even consider it because of the fact that I did have cancer in the past and it could have been a risk of failure with the organs. Um, but thankfully my pulmonologist pursued and pursued and pursued on for me until he found a doctor who happened to be leaving from a hospital in Texas. Shout out to Dr. Lobi, you're the bomb, Illy forever. <laughs> but um, so yes, Dr. Lobi transferred from his hospital in Texas to UM um, during that same time, thankful to God. And he took my case, he accepted it, and he worked his magic. Um, for sure, it was a very difficult process. Um, I received my transplant in January of 2016 and um, I was in the hospital for three months after that. Um, I never went home during that time. It was very difficult for me because so many things were going on. I was a junior in high school. I no longer could see my friends. I no longer could go to school, could not go to parties, could not hang out with anyone. Um, it was a difficult thing for me to, to deal with because it's a huge life adjustment. It's a huge adjustment in your body. Um, when I looked at myself in the mirror and saw a huge scar from each side of my body to the other, it was jarring, it was shaking. Um, I didn't know how to go about it, but all I knew was that I was so thankful to be able to breathe again, to be able to do normal life functions. And that was more of a blessing than the things that could bring me down at that time. Um, my body did not experience any sort of huge rejection during the transplant and I'm very thankful for that, but it was a huge life adjustment, taking so many medications in the hospital, learning so many things, meanwhile recuperating your body and mind, um, keeping sane, dealing with depression during those times during those times of isolation because of the fact that I wasn't able to be around so many people due to the risk of infection and so it was a huge life adjust adjustment and I'm so thankful that I went through that because it really has built my strength up and really has built my will to live and it has changed me now I'm only talking about this because I do want 
for later on throughout the course of this podcast for people to be able to use this story as a source of strength and know that whatever challenge you're dealing with in life there is a way out and you have to have the willpower in your mind in your heart in your soul to move forward and I hope that you guys can take that as a message from this um this is not a story I'm telling you guys so that you can you know feel some sort of way towards me but genuinely see this as a way of mustering strength and knowing that when there's a will to live there's a will to move on so um I do want for you guys to reach out to me if you have any sort of story that you guys want to share even if it's personal I can keep it anonymous but I want for people to see this as a a sense of community I'm here for you just like I hope that you guys are there for me and Although this is is a very personal story that I don't share with most people, it is a huge part of who I am. So I want you guys to understand that and know that life-altering diseases or life-altering circumstances, even if it's not a disease, even if it's just things going on with your family, with your friends, with anything that you might be battling with, um, obstacles can be overcome in any way possible if there's a will. So... I'm here for you guys and I want you guys to know that I want to bring light and shed light on these subjects on people who might be dealing with circumstances like mine in their early adolescence or in their early 20s or in in any stage of their life because it is a huge deal and it's really complicated to deal with but it's possible it's very possible it's something that makes you who you are but it's not all that you are and you can move forward from it you definitely can I live with what I have but it is not something that makes me any less of a person or makes me have it's not something that brings me down it's an ability for me to muster strength from it's an ability for me to have the power in my mind to know that I can always move forward from things that are happening in my life just because I was able to move forward from that So if you guys have any story like this or know anybody who might be going through something like this or similar or even if it's something completely different from this, just share this with them and hopefully they can see what I see. Even if you're not um, somebody that has a disease or anything like that, maybe you're just somebody that takes a lot of medications for whatever purpose or you take a medication that... Um, you know has made a huge difference in your life and your daily lifestyle and you don't really know how to cope with it or don't really know what to do about managing your different lifestyle with just your medical issues Um, hit me up let me know what you guys think about it what you guys are feeling in regards to that because chances are I've been through it I've went from taking one pill a day to taking over 15 Um, every single day as part of my daily routine and it's just it's become something so regular to me that I hardly even think about having to do it anymore Um, so definitely like if you're feeling like wow this is such a huge life-altering decision having to take this pill every single day now for the rest of my life just talk to me about it talk to me and let me know how you guys are really genuinely feeling what difference it is making in your life and how I can help you with it um But so the reason I shared this story with you guys is because 
like I said, this is a really, really important part of my life. And I don't want to hide this from the world. I don't want for pe from people to think that I'm ashamed of it. I am definitely not. It is a giant part of me and I live with it, but it's not, like I said, it's not something that debilitates me in any way. Um, I just want to shed awareness and spread the word and just let people know that I'm here for you. Um, but I live my life. I have a regular life. I have so much fun. I can exercise. I can have the time of my life. And I'm so grateful for that every single day. And so, yeah, um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. And I can't wait to hear more from you guys. Bye. Love and light.